Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for DuPage, Kane, and Kendall counties. And this column has covered a great deal this spring about the, the impacts of our very, of our very um, not so normal spring weather with all the rain, the uh, added heat early. And I've also talked and written about uh, something called growing degree days. And this is an accumulation of temperatures in our case above the 50 degree mark. And what that means is that as this uh, above normal accumulation of growing degree days happens, uh, plants evolve sooner, diseases evolve sooner, and in particular insects evolve sooner just right along, essentially similar to what's going on with our plants. So as I said, this column has talked about how different plants and insects uh, have developed based on these uh, growing degree days, and we certainly had that kind of unusual temperature this year. Um, Two years ago and last year, I reported on the viburnum leaf beetle larvae feeding pretty much towards the end of June, which would be normal. But with this uh, accumulation of growing degree days being so far ahead, the larvae have already been seen feeding for more than 10 days now. And that's just the impact or just the result of having these accelerated uh, daytime temperatures early in the season and uh, the, the rainfall we've had and things like that. Um, so essentially here that we know for sure throughout Cook and DuPage counties, uh, homeowners earlier than normal certainly have discovered this foliage feeding on their viburnums in the landscape. Uh, and I'm sure the other counties surrounding Cook and DuPage are not immune. It's just that we haven't uh, located, found, or identified that particular insect uh, yet. But I'm sure it's, it's here or it will be here very soon. Uh, the viburnum leaf beetle itself um, established itself in the northeast part of our country and then began to show up in Illinois in the last, as I said, two to three years ago. The last time I, the first time I think I reported on it was probably sometime in uh, 20, 2015. Uh, the viburnum leaf beetle came to us from Europe, as has been the practice for many of the uh, invasive insects. Uh, that we have had to come to deal with. Uh, emerald ash board comes to mind, the gypsy moth comes to mind. So a lot of these, um, a lot of these insects are clearly, clearly imports. Um, what goes on then is right now the adult viburnum leaf beetle, which is going to show up a, a bit later after the larvae have finished eating and, and pupate, uh, they're leaving irregularly shaped holes in the foliage, but the larvae feed much more heavily as they develop into larger versions, as I said, before they pupate. Uh, the, the larval stage essentially skeletonizes the leaf, just leaving veins and midribs. Uh, so it's pretty much uh, totally skeletonized as, as heavy feeding continues. Um, on top of that, the, the female beetle, after the larvae have pupated, their MOA, if you will, is that they are going to lay eggs on uh, twigs uh, of the current year wood uh, so that that larvae or the eggs hatch next spring and the larvae are right there on the plant. And they lay their eggs very similar to what the cicada do. They kind of rip a little rough trench in the twig and lay the eggs in that roughened up area. So they, um, they leave the same kind of damage as the female cicada, cicada does. Um, if there's good and bad here, it's that the uh, adult um, viburnum leaf beetle does not survive 
uh, or is not winter hardy here, and so it will perish at our first killing frost of the fall, um, where it has been feeding for some time out uh, in the northeast. Reports are that heavy feeding um, and any subsequent egg laying can cause plant death if, if left untreated in as little as two to three years. So we are just getting started with this. There's just some damage out there right now, but if we don't make some efforts to control these populations early on as it uh, begins to come into our area, we could easily be seeing some, some plant death later on. An interesting point here is that not every viburnum is, uh, say, necessarily susceptible to the leaf beetle and its larva feeding. Uh, the viburnum leaf beetle seems to favor those viburnums um, that have a smooth, shiny leaf. So in our area, that's something like the viburnum dentatum. Common name, we know it is arrowwood viburnum. And then there's uh, just a multitude of cultivars that have become associated with that species. Um, so this seems to be the favorite for the beetle. Uh, other, uh, other viburnums that have, that hairy, have a hairy leaf do not seem to be uh, attractive to the beetle, probably because of the fuzz on the leaf makes it more difficult to feed or exist or it's just an, an impediment uh, to their feeding. Uh, so that's, I guess, a good thing. Uh, there are lots of other smooth-leaved viburnums common to our area, and they would include things like the American and, Euro uh, American and um, European cranberry bush, for example. Uh, after that, the beetle will sometimes be attracted to the viburnum lantana, uh, which is also frequently planted. Um, one more smoother-leaved viburnum that we have that uh, has the potential of being fed upon is the Lentago viburnum. We know that one commonly as Nanny Berry viburnum. So all these are planted in our area, uh, but right now it still seems to favor the dentatum uh, cultivars and species. Pretty much, as you can imagine, then the way to we way we would manage this pest is to eliminate egg laying possibilities uh, or controlling the larvae. So if uh, if you go out later in the summer and you see these cicada-like tears in the young twigs on your viburnum dentatum, you know that the viburnum leaf beetle has been there and it has laid eggs. So if we clip that twig out and dispose of it, we eliminate all the eggs that are going to hatch next spring to cause the skeletonization of the leaves. Uh, so that's going to drop the population uh, of the larvae down significantly in 2018. Uh, the next best practice would be to treat the newly emerging larvae as soon as, as soon as possible. Just like all the other insects, young larvae are easier to control than older larvae. And they've already been hatched. They've been out feeding. They'll continue to feed for a little bit. So be on the lookout for skeletonized leaves, especially on your dentatums, um, and control them the best way you can. Well, that's the story on a, one of our newer pests, the viburnum leaf beetle. It's here. It's going to be here. Um, just be diligent and monitor for it. So this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's a pleasure. I'll be back again next week.